everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfits session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today is episode 39. And today on episode 39, I have Jessica said on the show. She, um, she actually was a student of mine a few years back. And uh, then she started to come to my classes and we got to get to know each other. And she took my teacher training and actually got to assist in it for me. And now we actually work together. She is, uh, she is my assistant. She keeps, me, um, she keeps me in line. She actually helps keep this show going and keeps it uh, produced. Um, I think the absolute world of this girl. Um, she is uh, like a right hand to me and also like a sister to me as well. And, you know, I didn't really, knowing her on, on, on a work level, I didn't really know a lot of her until I saw her um, story published in this blog by uh, Maris Degener, who's also been on the show. Hey, Maris. Um, and I was really touched. I was really touched by how openly she shared her story and how intense it was. And, you know, it kind of brought me back to like when I, uh, stepped into to my story and to my yoga and I think it's just very powerful in the way that she's really transformed her life um, and you know really turned um, her message into something so beautiful to help people out um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode just as much as I enjoyed recording it and uh, just another big shout out to to Jessica you are a rock star you are also one of my heroes and I love your face so without further ado uh, here is the show. Oh, and if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes and share this with your friends as it helps. And if you have any requests or you'd like to be on the show, please feel free to email. We would love to, love to, love to have you on the show. All right. Without further ado, here is the show. Hi, Jessica said. Hello. <laughs> You're on the show. Oh, cool. So good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Okay, so freezing. we just well go ahead. Go, uh, I'm just freezing. Um, just uh, got back from lunch with my family. They came from San Diego, so that was nice to see them for a little bit. And they're still trying to kind of understand what I'm exactly doing up here <laughs> with myself. Um, doing all this yoga stuff. They kind of think it's just uh, being really flexible and saying words out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's pretty much it, no? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a good portion. But yeah, I mean, as you know, it's it's a little more than that. But yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. It can be. I just pretend it's not. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to just cue in everyone. We were just getting ready for, for the show to start. And I was like, okay, Jessica, what are we going to talk about? And she's like, well... You know, I want, and I just decided to hit record and just keep going with it. So <laughs> I actually, I do have some things I do want to talk to you about, Jessica. There's a few, a few things that I, I was thinking about it. So you got featured in Maris's, um, Maris Degener, who um, was on the show like really early on in, in the podcast and you got featured in her, her blog and mm -hmm. it had this really, I mean, I know you, I think, well, like pretty good, yeah. but yeah. I didn't know all that side like of you and your 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 past. So I want to actually just dive right into your story and how I know when I ask you like, hey, what do you want to what do you want to do as a teacher? Like, what do you want to like become as a teacher? You're like, I just want people to feel comfortable in their bodies. And now I'm starting to put the pieces together as to why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Bre break it down, sister friend. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely, I turned to yoga as a, I mean, I first turned to yoga because I really hate cardio. I hate working out. I hate going to the gym. <laughs> um, so that Wait, was who, one who, who does like going to the gym? Who does like going to the gym at like 6.30 in the morning? That's gross. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, hear, I hear you do. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that was partly, um, partly why I uh, turned to yoga. But the other reason was because it was a chance for me to really get out of my head and um, just focus on myself. It was, it was this time that I could just, you know, kind of forget about what was going on in my life outside of the studio. And it became, um, a source, like a refuge for me. Um, so Mm -hmm. in high school, I, it, it was just, it was a weird time. You know, you're going through puberty, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to see like where you kind of, fit into the mold of all of these things, trying to, you're still trying to figure your shit out as a person. Um, and I struggled with that. I mean, I had friends, I had, I had, I had good friends, but I didn't have like deep connections. So, um, I, I was in this relationship and when that dissolved, it just kind of went downhill from there. And I, I, I just, I internalized everything. I, I didn't have a way to, I didn't have a way to, express myself and talk about what I was feeling. And so that, that just kind of built up over time and not having that outlet to, to just feel and give myself that permission to feel led to, led to this internal dialogue that was not compassionate and I wasn't giving myself credit. And so I just, I, I stopped eating. I lost I lost a good 14 pounds in a month. Um, so I was shelf myself and I just, I could not function. So <laughs> my mom was like, um, I think something's up. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. And then, um, she had, she had gone off to Taiwan and, uh, my dad was there and I was just like, I, I don't want to live. I, I really don't want to live. And, my dad was like, Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Let me get your mom on the phone. And I was talking to my mom and it was just like, I, I don't want to live. I really don't want to live. There's no reason for me to live. And she's like, no, why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? You have so much, you're so young. You're like 17. And she was just like, please, please just, just wait until I get home. I'll be home next week. And I was like, I can't wait that long. And so um, my dad didn't know what else to do. The police came to my house and they escorted my dad. I was in the car with my sister and got admitted to the hospital then. So I stayed there for a good maybe three, four days under supervision there and tried to get help there. And it was, it was, it definitely made me kind of reconsider. No, actually, you know, I think, I think, I think there is more to more to life than just, you know, being sorry for yourself and not really wanting to live. So, um, after that, I turned to therapy from what the hospital recommended and it just, it, it's, it still didn't, it still didn't stick. I didn't, I didn't want to 
I didn't want to get better. I mean, I thought right. about it, but I, I just didn't. Um, and so I just sometimes, sometimes, part of my interruption. Sometimes, like you're just not at that point, and and you know, right. you 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 really have to. I mean, it almost takes it's cheesy as it sounds, but I know that things are cheesy for a reason because they really matter. But it like it it it, it takes a breakdown to 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 find a breakthrough. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had, I just had to deal with all of this judgment. I was so afraid of that. I was afraid of what my, how my family would treat me differently, how my friends would see me differently, like how my teachers at school would treat me differently because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like this person where you had to handle with like special gloves or something like that. or just like, Mm, yeah, for sure. You know? And so I just, I desperately wanted to like be normal again. So I just kind of, you know, did what the doctor was recommended. I did, I did my weekly therapy. I tried to get on with my life as much as I could. And so it just, it just kind of, the depression was still there, but it just wasn't as, it just wasn't as prominent as it was, um, when I landed myself in the hospital. So then, after that, I um, I moved up to San Francisco to go to San Francisco State University, and um, freshman year went fine, and I made really good friends there. I'm still friends with um, the girls that I lived with uh, during freshman year at the dorms, and uh, sophomore year is kind of when it turned uh, a, a little more south. I mean, I still I still was going to therapy um, on a every two weeks, um, still, still taking my medication, still, still okay with it, but not completely okay with like, Hey, you know, maybe my brain is not 100%. And I mean, let's be honest. I don't, I don't think anybody's brain is 100%. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, just, I was, I was living with, um, these three girls, they had, they had grown up together. They grew up together. They lived on the same streets. So, um, they just kind of had this camaraderie and I was kind of like on the outside and one girl, she, she definitely tried her best to really include me. And, and I, I really appreciated that. But there was this other, there was this other girl who just like, I don't know what her deal was, but she was really passive aggressive towards me. She kind of bullied me. She made all of these comments that just didn't make me feel very good. And I really let that get to me. So, um, that was, so it sounds like everything just started to like stack up after you thought you were, so you kind of did the whole, like, I'm okay. I'm okay. But then you kind of, I guess the situation not relapsed, but really just resurfaced because you actually weren't okay. And everything just started to stack up against you. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. Um, yeah, there was, there was one point. Um, I just, I, I took too many pills, um, landed myself in the hospital again and my parents had to come up, withdraw me from college. So I took a year off from college and just tried to get my shit back together Again, once more, I um, moved back down to San Diego for a little bit, um, and I really connected with this psychiatrist who was super, super down to earth. He was—he had this quirky humor. He just mm-hmm. kind of like 
he kind of ignored me for a little bit during our therapy sessions, which I thought was weird, but he, he had, he had this method. Um, and he just felt really human, you know, like sometimes when you are in like these, these medical offices and these medical professionals can seem really sterile. Um, he, he just was not that way. And I really contribute a lot of getting to getting to know myself and like getting to be okay with how I was and, and that, you know, my, my brain wasn't doing as well as it could be because of him. He, he made it, he made it, he made me understand like your brain is just as important as any other part of your body, like your kidney, your lungs. Mm -hmm. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just not feeling well right now. And Mm -hmm. that along with, uh, taking another medication, you know, it, it can be frustrating when you are on antidepressants. Sometimes it's like a trial and error. You, you take, you take one prescription. They, they say it takes about six weeks just to see if it's a good fit or not. So, um, the second try I ended up with Cymbalta and that really worked. Um, so that was another reason. And he was like, you know, you should, you should turn to like something a little more active where you can be a little more in your body. And so then I decided, well, you know, the gym sucks. So then that's where yoga came in. I didn't really take yoga super, super seriously until, um, after grad school and yeah, look, look what happened. I went through a teacher's what was, and what was it, what was it like? Yeah. Like going into yoga from going, I mean, from, obviously from going from all, you know, one, first off, thank you for sharing. Cause I know it's, it's, it's a part of your story and it's a big part of your story and it's really, it's important, you know, yeah. it's important to know, to, to be able to share that and be so honest about it. One and two, to be able to just step into that. Cause I feel like, now you've recognized it sounds like you like you've recognized it like it you can tell your story but you don't have to relive it every single time you know yeah but, but two like what was the shift like like how did yoga start to change you or or how did it impact you or or what did it do to you yeah well i mean at first i i talked about the physical aspect i didn't want to go to the gym i wanted to be active um so there, there, so there was that. And, you know, after, after going it, after going to it consistently for maybe like six months, I started to see a physical change in my body and mm-hmm. being more aware of my breath. I was able to just be in my body when I was, when I was super, super depressed, I couldn't get out of bed. I was, my physical body was so disconnected from my emotional body and it sucked. Mm. It, it sucks not being able to just not feel connected with yourself. And yoga helped me to connect the two back together. So, excuse me, I have cats. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear them in the background. That's funny. <laughs> and they're fighting so, right now. <laughs> uh, but, so, yeah. So, you, you got. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. You, you finish. Yeah, just having, having that chance to tune into my breath and focus on each movement and feeling like, Oh, this, this kind of feels uncomfortable, but you know, I, I, maybe if I move it this way or adjust my position this way, I can, wow, that I can do this. I can balance on my hands. I'm stronger than I think I am. This is amazing. Hmm. 
Yoga's awesome. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting what the the gateway drug is of yoga. You know, like we start playing around, but then it becomes something so much deeper. I mean, at least for me, anyway. You know, now it's like it's not just you know playing around on my hands and whatnot, but also you know, like it's a way of life. It's the only thing I ever really see myself doing forever for the rest of my life. That's the only thing I ever want to do actually. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Um, being, being able, like for me as a teacher now, just being able to see students week after week, trying, (laughs) trying posture after posture, kind of discounting like, Oh no, I don't, I don't think that I can do that. Like I, I can sense that and I can see that. And then, you know, like week after week they get stronger and stronger. And I'm like, Hey, you nailed this great work. And then seeing, right. seeing that on their face, they're like, actually, yeah, yeah, I, I did that. That's, that's pretty fucking amazing. It, it makes it really, really worth it. So you're now, I mean, I know, but I'm just saying this out loud. So, you know, other people can hear it. So now you're teaching yoga you are, you know, I know you work um, at Lululemon and you're really just immersing yourself in this yoga scene. Like, what do you, what, I, I know this has become like a big part of your life, but like, where do you see this going? Where do you see it going? I would love, I would love to teach full time. Um, one of my goals is to lead a teacher training. i love to do more workshops as well. Um, deep down inside, I'm really an academic at heart. So I, I love being, I love reading. I love writing stuff. I love studying things. So I'm always on the quest to learn more things. And I would love to be able to pass that knowledge on to other people and, um, arm them with that knowledge and see them take it from there. I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to do all those things. <laughs> like none whatsoever. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I get to see you do your work now and you're just, you're really, you're really excited about it and you're really pumped up about it and you, you're committed to it. And I can see that your practice, you know, is there. It's, I mean, it's inspiring to watch. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Okay, everyone bring out the tissues. <laughs> I know. So Jess, here's a good question for you. Yeah. What do you say to the person that's, I don't know, maybe listening to this podcast or the person that's listening to this podcast and that has a friend that might be going through something similar? Oh, man. Um, try to, you know, just be there be there. Don't, don't try to force them to talk to you because they, they might not be ready. Um, just, mm-hmm. just let them know that you are there. Um, be that person that is available for them as a resource. Like maybe they just want to sit in the same room as you. That's great. Yeah. That's great. It, what do you say to the person that maybe was in your shoes listening to this? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. So what do you, I said, what do you say to the person that maybe was in your shoes, like exactly where you were at um, listening to this podcast? What would you say to them? Oh, yeah. Um, the pit might seem bottomless, but it stops. It stops at one point. Um, one thing, one thing that, I've, that I've learned 
through all of this is that it can be really easy to be so buried into your situation at that point in time and feel like everything is piling up all at once and it's never going to stop. But it will stop because you have you have people who care about you whether you know it or not. If you don't get out of bed, somebody's going to worry. And and um, when I was in high school yeah. or college, you know, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about how my actions would affect other people on it. And everything that you do has some kind of impact, whether you want it, whether you want that impact to happen or not. It's, it's just the nature of human connection. Um, I would, I would say that it, it does get better. I mean, it might take time. It might be a little longer than you anticipate, but it, it does get better there. There are people there who care about you. You just have to let them care for you in, in their own way. And, have have compassion for yourself and let them have compassion for you. That was that was another thing. Like I just I didn't let other people in because mm. I was so yeah. stubborn and just so like absorbed in my own sadness. Again, I think you know it's just it's hard you know for for anyone when you're when you're at that point you almost don't know what to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Jessica, I will, I mean, I'll say it out loud a few times, but I just think the world of you and I, I really am so excited to have, I've gotten to know, to know you. I mean, as a student now I get to work with you, which is really awesome. And, you know, just continuing to see your growth really just, it takes me back. And I, I'm, I, 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 everyone that we work together with, you know, you, you know, them like Sherry and Crystal and just, you know, everyone on the team, I always just sit back and say, I'm like, just watch out, man. Watch, watch out. Jessica's going <laughs> to, she's, she's going to be a mover and a shaker. You know, she already is, but yeah, I just have this strong gut feeling that you are really going to, you're already changing people's lives and you're already supporting people's lives. And I think that you're just going to do that in so many more ways than, um, than you, than you think you are. I think you're, I, I don't know, maybe that's me just projecting, but I, I think that you're just, you're just an awesome and amazing human being. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate everything you've done for me as well. And I know you know that too. Oh, well, it's, it's about you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could just, you know, spend the rest of this podcast talking about how we think each other is awesome. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah right. So we'll give you guys a, a, a two minute break. And then the next 45 minutes are just Jessica and I complimenting <laughs> each other. I think Susanna and I almost did that one day. <laughs> awesome <laughs> jessica thank you so much for coming on the show um we will obviously post your for those of you that don't know jessica actually helps produce the show so she's gonna post her own show notes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's gonna post all her info um but you'll be able to, to catch her uh, around the city she's working on some really cool stuff right now you can um be excited because i know she's gonna be doing some workshops next year um, I know we're talking about maybe doing her first retreat. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, so there's some fun stuff working up. Keep up with her. She is a really, really, really awesome and inspirational person to be with. Jessica, any last words before we take off today? Oh, man. Yoga's awesome. It's magic. <laughs> if you're afraid of it, don't be afraid of it. 
I mean, I always, I always hear people say like, "Oh man, you have to be so flexible to do yoga." That's horseshit. Just that's like saying I, I don't eat because I'm hungry. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just, just get yourself on the mat, and you know, let go of any judgment that you have of yourself. Nobody's looking at you. I mean, I'm probably looking at you for safety and alignment reasons, but you know, every practice is your own and just see yourself transform. If you haven't if you haven't gone on the mat, go on the mat. It's a fun time. Nice. Until the uh, next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny Pomploon and Jessica Sad saying peace out. Peace out. <laughs>